Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you? Are you well rested? I am rested, yes. <laughs> me, me too. I made a little trip, gave a couple speeches. Yeah. And you know what? Um, for so long, I hadn't not been traveling, mainly because I don't like commercial airlines, but somebody agreed to help get me to a couple, and all of a sudden, there have been more invitations. I hope that's a good sign. Yeah. That's my own personal sign. Exactly. That there's, but, but, you know, we, we have to give ourselves a little credit, and the Mises Institute, because we kept things going, you know, on our annual thing. We, uh, uh, Mises Institute especially, they kept yeah. their little ones going, and they their philosophy with... Uh, uh, with Jeff is, you know, if you're if you're always backing off, it's sort of a concession that they're winning. Exactly. You know? yeah, exactly. But a anyway, it uh, it was good to meet a lot of people and and uh, the, the the places I went, they were very pleased with the turnout mm -hmm. because uh, because they, they haven't for a while no turnout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now now it's starting to build. So I think that's some a good sign. And this morning, you know, even on the headline of the the regular main street media, uh, I think MSNBC said, you know what, the, the, the charts are really looking pretty good, yeah. the new cases, and yet at the same time I thought, well, they're going to be panicking over what to do now. And they, the the uh, pro-vaccine people, they bear, they don't even mention it. Yeah. They're, they're they're still talking about how we're going to vaccinate every kid in the world yeah. and the or whole else. world. And if, if we if we have any trouble, we just change the definitions. But we are going to give those shots. Yeah. The uh, my theory is, and it's not much of a theory as it, the evidence, is that. Um, the thing that is the driving force from the people we oppose is to have the uh, vaccine passport. Yeah, that's the goal. And uh, that, that's, that is so, so uh, direct in attacking, you know, individuals. And I think we'll mention it here later on. I, I saw in one of our articles that... Uh, and, that the people, the p people will have to go along with it because that's it. That's that's the authority. They want it, and they are going to enforce it, and they'll create something. So we'll go in. We'll get into that today. We had several things to talk about. We weren't starved for items. No, uh, no, not at all. That doesn't make us smart. No. You know? <laughs> but I'll tell you what. One thing uh, reminds me of a little episode uh, happened when I was first in Congress. There was some dog abuse in the Philippines and uh, uh, boy the, the animal lovers yeah. really really was upset and uh, I, I, I'm an animal, animal lover and raised a lot of animals and dogs but they wanted me to do something and of course it was in the Philippines what can I do am I going to send in the troops <laughs> so my answer to that how I got around that and I became a hero uh, at least for a week <laughs> I said let's stop all foreign aid to the Philippines that was easy for yeah, me so, yeah. but anyway this is I think even even more serious because it's more sinister and the motivations are very, very n nasty. And that has to do with this uh, uh, experiments with the puppies, the, yeah. the beagle puppies. And when you read about this, it's really hard. I keep thinking, what are the, you know, let's say they're, you know, animal um, investigation and research has been around for a long time. Yeah. And it's probably not going to stop. But I thought, from what I was reading about this on on 
on uh, cutting out vocal cords oh. and 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 uh, ants and, yeah. and and bugs eating. It oh. was just a terrible thing. So uh, uh, this this but the big issue here is. Do you think Fauci could have known about this? And I think people now are skeptical enough that they're just not going to roll over, except they, they have been rolling over for that guy forever. I just wonder what it yeah. is that he's been able to command so much of an authority with uh, very little criticism. Mainstream media, uh, they, they, haven't, they haven't really started. Well, they'll reveal a little bit, but they, they really are very cautious. And uh, so far, his, his income is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's put up that first clip, because here's what we're talking about. This is from The Hill over the weekend. Probably most people have heard about it. Maybe not if you only watch the mainstream media. Bipartisan legislators demand answers from Fauci on cruel puppy experiments. Our invest this is a quote. Our investigators show that Fauci's NIH division shipped part of a $375,000 grant to a lab in Tunisia to drug beagles, lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sandflies so that the insects could eat them alive. And this is an NGO that talks about waste, white coat waste. Let's look at that next picture. This is uh, Dr. Robert Malone put up, and here's a picture of the, of the beagles. Uh, and Snoopy was a beagle, Dr. Paul, so that's <laughs> why our title says he killed Snoopy. Um, and look at the next one. This is on Twitter. What's happening with Fauci? It used to be Fire Fauci, now it's arrest Fauci with 146,000 <laughs> tweets. I'm of two minds on this, Dr. Paul, and a lot of people who are not Fauci fans on Twitter feel the same way, that <coughs> on the one hand, he destroyed the country, he, he put American against American, he lied constantly over the past year and a half, and he admitted that he lied, he did all sorts of horrific things, and that's kind of not getting him uh, the, the uh, energy to get rid of him like, torturing puppies to death. Yeah. But I'll take this, it. I'll this, take it. This is not going to go away easily for him. Yeah. And, and you know, the, uh, the whole issue of animals, the first thing is, is uh, it, when I was in medical school, uh, I wanted to have a little extra income, and I was very much involved as a teenager in raising, uh, you know, registered uh, dogs. Uh -huh. And uh, the beagle was one of the ones that I raised, and I had, uh, I, I did that during during medical school. So we've had a lot of beagles in the family, and we still do. So this is a touchy subject, bet, I'll yeah. tell you. But uh, just in general, cruel. This is um, this is sort of more strange than the average thing. But uh, I think the story's been out, and there's been an understanding that if you see a young person, a kid, a teenager, or even a small person, mm -hmm. for some reason, for no no for no good explanation, cruel to animals, kicking and yeah. killing and putting you know, animals on fire and all that. They say that is a really bad psychiatric sign. Yeah, these kids, yeah. these kids have a real problem and uh, it should be, it should alert the parents and others to, yeah. uh, to their, their danger because they are much more prone to violence. And um, I would say that uh, this is not a directly the same thing, but the people who love all this uh, uh, coronavirus stuff, uh, you know, it, because I think out of carelessness or out of ulterior motives, uh, they're not exactly kind to a lot of people yeah. who, who just would like to be left alone and take care of their medical needs without 
Fauci telling them what they can and can't do yeah. and trying to get around, uh, you know, the lockdowns and trying to resist without being uh, too much of an antagonist to, to resist this, this obsession with uh, uh, vaccine passports, which is, which is the thing that uh, uh, I think we ought to all be very concerned about. Yeah, I just think there's something about dogs and animals that people, I think there's a sense of helplessness that they rely on people. Uh, and I think that makes people, I'm certainly one of them. I know the Paul family are big animal <laughs> family. Yeah. So it really strikes home. So, you know, if, if this is what takes him down, it'll be c not completely satisfying, but still uh, it'll, it'll, uh, It'll do. It'll do well enough. Let's put it that way. He'll have to. Excuse me. He has to. He'll have to. You know, sharpen up his, his ability to lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, next up, we're going to talk about Sweden because this is big news over the weekend. Right. And they uh, they suspended indefinitely the Moderna shot, the Moderna vaccine. That's pretty big news. Boy, it is. Uh, also, the Pfizer thing is being stopped, but it's not nearly as dangerous. And uh, this has been known now, you, you know, that, uh, that vaccines can do this. It's been known for a year or so, but I think the, uh, the real facts have been uh, not broadcast and not, the records have not been accurately cut, uh, you know, found, was the damage to the heart, you know, pericarditis and endocarditis and myocarditis. And it's, it's still existing, and that's why they're finally waking up and saying, "Well, why why are we why are we doing this?" Uh, but uh, it, it's not going to it's not going to be uh, easy to get people to give up a little bit on this. Matter of fact, they're extending it. You know, this whole definition. You know, that uh, used to be if you had a shot. Uh, when the disease is clear cut and the vaccine is easily definable and not where you have to have six companies doing it and you don't know whether you're going to start off with one shot, two shots, three shots. Now it's up to three, yeah. three shots. And it, it, it's, it's weird that if, um, if, the, if you have two shots and the rules get changed, uh, that you have to have three, uh, all of a sudden you're unvaxxed. Yeah. You put it in a completely different category. Instead, you, you ordinarily have learned, well, I can get around a little bit. I've had the major thing and I've had my booster, so I can do this. And it looks like that's going to change because they have to have jobs for these people who have designed. Now, how, how are they going to keep all these records on these kids? You would think if nothing else, this evidence that's coming up now would slow it down where they are just prepared totally to pump up millions of, uh, of vaccine boosters uh, to the kids and original. These, these aren't just boosters, but they'll all have to have boosters. It's, uh, it's, it's to me a sad story. Well, the other part of this news is that Sweden is just following Finland, Iceland, Denmark, and Norway in suspending this vaccine because they're finding uh, these problems, as you say, myocarditis and other things uh, and when you're talking about a, a, an age group of people who are not at risk from COVID, uh, unless they have very serious comorbidities, uh, you know, the under 30 or certainly the under 20, certainly the under 10 or 15, uh, and then you add this risk to it. So it kind of brings up the issue of, of how Sweden has overall managed. So just in the U.S. when we're talking about, hey, you need to get another shot. We're going to give you a third shot of the same thing that didn't work the first two times. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about a third shot. Just as we're doing that here, Sweden is backing off and saying, hey, 
there's a problem here that we need to deal with uh, and we're outweighing the risks versus the benefits. And that's kind of the that's kind of what they've uh, done the whole time with lockdowns and masks and everything. You know, and we've talked about this because this really bothers me is the fact that if somebody has a, a vaccine, if they get their their first shot, they're not vaccinated. And so therefore, if you get sick and you're critical and get myocarditis, it doesn't count. You don't even have to report it. Yeah. And th this is something that they continue, continue to do and they extend it. Now you have to have a second shot before you can join, uh, you, you know, the, the community and say, I really did get my vaccination. Yeah. And uh, it, what if they if they change these definition, maybe they're going to say you can't join until until you have three shots, yeah. you know, because <laughs> because that was one of the things they mentioned. We we have to take a little pause here because we might have to redefine what va being vac vaccinated really means. And it's 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 a it's proof positive that for them, truth is just relative. It's, Science or whatever it is, is whatever we say, whether it's civil liberties and rights or whether it has to do with science, it's all relative. Whatever is necessary for the for the state, that's what we're going to do. And if you challenge them just verbally, I want to yeah. debate this. You know, you lose your job. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of that going on. And that's going to continue to the people who have spoken out on this. You'd think they say, you know, um, uh, you know, they should be praised. But they're, they're going to they're going to continue to get punished. And you still see and hear about oh, people being laid off. Yeah, tons of them. Well, we're talking just to close out on the Sweden. And this will just illustrate the difference between Sweden that's handled this very rationally. Nobody wants to talk about Sweden. Uh, and Lithuania, for example, let's put this up. This is our old friend Ian in South Carolina. Look at the chart between Sweden and Lithuania. Cases in Lithuania are 1,650% higher than Sweden, even though Lithuania has mass mandates and unbelievably strict vaccine passports. So based on this unequivocal failure, get ready for more expert and media demands to mandate masks and vaccine passports. So you see, I mean, how can you deny this chart? Lithuania has gone nuts. You literally cannot go to the store and buy anything if you don't have your, your double max vaccine. And look what's happening to cases. And Sweden is not only saying, hey, it's up to you. They're saying, uh, we're gonna pause Moderna and the cases are just literally flatlined. So I think that says all that you need. But you know, in our next story, as it points out, they're not giving up on dumb policies. And the next up is Austria. Uh, Austria now is planning to uh, to make it more strict. You, you know uh, that, that they have to have it done, and if they don't, they don't, they're going to be uh, canceled, and they won't be able to get their jobs. Lockdown and, uh, and the lockdowns, and they, they don't listen to that. They don't watch. They don't watch our program. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they work on trying to close us down. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you don't. They don't want to hear the truth. But uh, this is sort of sad because I always thought that maybe Austria would be a little bit uh, wiser because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they don't have beautiful politicians. <laughs> no, they do more of the same. They're threatening another lockdown. The thing that not only did it fail to prevent the spread, the, the unintended consequences, maybe the intended consequences, the unintended consequences we've talked about for the last year and a half, drug overdose, depression, suicide, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let's go back to something that totally and utterly failed. When they want to talk about it as a vaccine, this is something interesting. And this is that first video clip if we put up. Uh, this is <coughs> Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK. Sometimes they accidentally tell the truth, Dr. Paul. And listen to what he says and keep in mind 
Austrian chancellor threatening to shut down the country unless you get vaccinated. If we can keep that, so let's listen to Boris. A lot of protection against uh, serious illness and death, but it doesn't uh, protect you against catching the disease and it doesn't, uh, doesn't protect, protect you against passing it on. So now is the time to get your booster. So he's saying they don't prevent, the vaccines don't prevent the uh, spreading of the virus. You can still spread it and they don't prevent you from catching it. So you can still catch it, right? So, but still go out and get it was his conclusion. He is a buffoon, but anyone listening to that, they're saying you're gonna shut down my country unless I get this medical treatment that doesn't prevent transmission and it doesn't prevent me from getting it. So essentially I'm the same as anyone else who doesn't take the vaccine. Right. And people I think are starting to wake up to this. Now the chancellor of Austria, her proposal, it's not in effect, but she's considering it, is to um, have lockdown if, uh, if you haven't been vaccinated. Not, if you're not sick or anything else, just unvaccinated, maybe maybe she's immune for all we know, yeah, you yeah. know, that that they will have to suffer. That's that's like prison, yeah. prison without <laughs> due process. Yeah. But uh, that 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 is scary stuff that people people first that in, in high office like this propose it. But then what bothers me, too, is that it doesn't rouse up the people and say, what are you doing? Yeah. You can't do this. But uh, a little bit more than it used to be, but uh, there's not enough people saying, what are you doing? Yeah. You have no right to do this. You don't have a moral authority to do this. It's, it's unconstitutional, the whole thing that we could put out there. And, uh, and then when you go to the schoolhouse meeting uh, to complain that you're, you're not following the rules, you can get beat up by the police. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are standing up in Europe, though. There was a massive protest in Switzerland over the weekend against right. these va green pass, vaccine passport. They're massive, massive protests, but the media here is the communists, is the Soviet media, and they will never, never broadcast this on TV that literally millions of Europeans are saying no vaccine passport. They won't show it on TV here. You have to find alternatives. Maybe, maybe uh, Austria will get the message before it's too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we have another item here. CDC director admits we may need to update our definition of fully vaccinated. Uh, there they Ch go. Change, change the definition if Move we have to. Yep, do that and, uh, and, and that, that way they can uh, reassess uh, on their statistics. They said that it would give them time to take a pause and reassess on the statistics and uh and and further the the definitions of what it is it's arbitrary once again they're not looking for truth they're not looking for science they're looking for political cover they're looking for political power and uh it's another sad story yeah. but uh one day uh, Fauci will have to go and maybe Walensky will have to follow. But right now, I guess they're going to be there a while until more people say no. It's amazing to me that uh, the most highly paid bureaucrat probably in our history, yeah. nobody says boo to him. Yeah. Hardly, hardly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway. Americans should have seen this coming, though. Uh, you know, they, they dutifully, we talked about this last week, They dutif a lot of them dutifully lined up. Okay, the authorities told me it's science, so I'm going to get my shot. Okay, I'll get my second shot. And now I'm a good citizen. I'm fully vaccinated, and I can participate in society. And Walensky over the weekend said, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> we reserve the right to change this definition whenever we want. 
And I just wonder if that's not going to peel a lot of people away. And some of them are going to be embarrassed that they listen to these fools, uh, and they may not. But some of them are going to be angry, and I think that righteous anger is going to be useful. But let's listen to Walensky when she actually says this, because let's listen in her own words, not our words. And she's very clear over the weekend. can play that whole clip. Yeah, it's a really great question. Um, right now, we don't have booster eligibility for all people um, currently. So we are going to, we, we have not yet changed the definition of fully vaccinated. Um, we will continue to look at this. We may need to update our definition of fully vaccinated in the future. But right now, what I would say is if you're eligible for a booster, go ahead and get your booster and we will continue to follow. And the current CDC. Yeah, there we go. And, to, and just to underscore their role as the court jesters, let's look at this next clip. This is from the Washington Post, um, always propping up this next uh, picture, actually, if we can look this up. This is from an op-ed that was issued a couple of days ago. Perspective. You're not fully vaccinated. It's a goal for communities or nations, not for individuals. So here they go saying that you're not even part of this. this. Is not about you. You're not free to do anything. You know, uh, I believe the scientists who have reported and indicate that uh, getting the, these many vaccine, vaccines will encourage more variants. Mm -hmm. I, I think that makes sense to me. And I guess they'll argue and fuss about that forever. Uh, those who would be concerned about it in a free society could make their decision. They could look at it and say, well, I don't quite believe that, or I believe it, or, or whatever they want. But th there's always going to be a, a variant, and maybe that's why they need to take a pause, because they'll come up and say, well, we'll have to modify the, the booster. Yeah. We have to have another vaccine for the, for the variant. But what people don't realize is, is they're chasing cold viruses. You, you know, uh, my understanding is that it's in the fa same family and they're just chasing the same thing. And, uh, and somebody, I don't know how hard they ever tried to get a vaccine for cold viruses because uh, as long as I can remember all my life, I'd ask that question, why can't we get a shot for yeah, cold virus? Everybody knows you don't have a shot for a cold virus, and yet uh, something related to a cold virus and maybe close to a cold virus, uh, everybody accepts it because they've been terrorized with it. You know, they, you're going to die if you don't do this, and and uh, you, you, if, if, if your child gets sick or the elderly are going to get sick, it's all your fault, and then, uh, you know, you, you, you're killing people. You know, all the demagoguing and hate that they spew out, uh, and they, they, they are not interested in, uh, uh, you, you know, pr promoting and reporting the truth. Uh, that should be the number one goal, to seek it out. That doesn't mean that we have it, and we, uh, we automatically say that we're not doing that. We're just asking people for a discussion. Yeah. We, we want people to have their choices. The big difference is, is we want people to make their choices in not only in medicine, but in everything. Yeah. If you're not hurting other people. Yes, there's risk. But what about the risk if you turn it over to Fauci? Yeah. Pretty soon he'll be poisoning dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Putting you in a cage. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing is the various database of adverse reactions. And we have said over and over on the show, these are not investigated. The causality, the, the, uh, the direct relation has not been established. However, in that database are over 17,000 deaths registered. 
how many of them were related as uh, to the vaccine. We know that I think you've talked a lot about in 76 uh, with the with the shot they put on there. I think it was a, a couple dozen people died and they, they cut it immediately. Yeah, the, uh, that was interesting because the, there, there were a couple deaths uh, from the uh, uh, from the virus, from the <laughs> vaccine. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, from the vaccine. But none from none from the virus. The virus so, yeah. but it was political then. You know, Ford was in, and it was uh, they they rushed it through, no testing or anything else. And uh, but it was it seemed like they wised up rather quickly because there were the the thing that that vaccine did was a bunch of them got uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, uh-huh. and uh, that's uh, a very uh, although you can survive it, it's still a very da- no picnic. very nasty illness. Yeah. So, well, we got another update here. The um, we've been talking a lot about the NIH, uh, and we our, I think our show on Thursday was uh, Fau- or uh, Rand was right, Fauci lied, and <laughs> it's coming out. More and more stuff has come out over the weekend. You've noticed some things. Yeah, over. and I find this neat because the Echo Health, uh, which is a um, a stooge of the uh, the NIH, system, yeah. and they get the money and they get the the um, the, the experiments and to do. But they're they're in a fight with NIH, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that's good. Yeah. You know, once again, this uh, universal acceptance of the government mandated truth, and you can't. And if you don't accept it, you you're in big trouble, and yeah. you can lose your job, you can get canceled, and everything else. So these these are two outfits, uh, very very well known, uh, that uh, are arguing now, and it's 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 a blame game, which is good. They that means the cat's out the bag and and somebody has to get some blame and so that's what's going on now and of course you know in a libertarian society be handled a lot differently but, but right now I, I think this is good I don't know what will come of it but uh, it's uh, it's fine with me that they're arguing you should have done this you didn't report it you knew about this and uh, but that's that's to me this proves the fallacy that you're going to do good by taking money from a few poor people and sending it to, to rich pharmaceutical companies, yeah. and they're going to save us from ourselves, and they're going to provide, uh, you know, physical and mental uh, and safety for us, and that's the job of the government, which it which it isn't, and uh, this is uh, uh, this, that's that's a fallacy. So it, there's so so much. And you've worked overseas. The intent is always, I bet you, you you saw some expenditures over there. And the intent is always to do good. Yeah. The people want to do good. And uh, the American people are very, very generous. And But but I always kept arguing, you know, if there's a bad fight going on and there's some good guys and a bad guy, supposedly, so we send over all this food and, and that they need and, and help them out, I said, but who's going to distribute it? And I always argued two two things. One, you don't know who's going to get it. Maybe the bad people are going to get it. Yeah. And ultimately, the stuff we send may be used against us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Well, the in the nutshell, as I understand it, we talked about it on the show, is that a member of Congress asked the NIH for information about this gain-of-function research. The NIH wrote back, and I'm oversimplifying it, of course. They wrote back and said, yeah, it did happen. But it's all EcoHealth's fault because they didn't report it right. So don't blame us. Don't blame Fauci. You know, he didn't know about it. He had no idea. And EcoHealth wrote back and said, what are you talking about? We gave a report on in, in the 2018 and in 2020. Here are all the reports we gave. And so now they're basically at war. And the other, the other 
uh, argument is, well, if Fauci didn't know about this stuff going on, if he didn't read the reports came in, then what's going on with, with, with that? What, why is he uh, still in this position if he's not doing his job? So as, as we talked about before the show, watching them duke it out is probably a, a, a good blow for freedom. <laughs> right. Well, I want to talk a little bit about us being involved in something we shouldn't be involved because if you uh, look to the Constitution to find out exactly what the responsibility is of the federal government to run a public school system, you'd have to search for a while. You know, uh, um, most everything indicates it uh, sounds to me like a local matter. No prohibitions against local people having their schools, uh, but there certainly is uh, nothing there that grants this authority uh, to uh, to our federal government, nor to international governments and education coming from the UN and all these other organizations. That that is what's happening. But but right now, uh, we've had a, a serious breakdown of our judicial system, mm -hmm. whether it's the FBI or the Justice Department. I think Russia Gate is an indication that they're less than straightforward with this, and there's a lying going on. It's always political, you know, this sort of thing. But uh, right. Right now, there's the uh, uh, question of uh, was the government uh, asked to in investigate? I guess it was might have been after these uh, meetings at school boards. People are getting, yeah. in, a, in a good sense, they're waking up and yeah. they're getting upset. And so that when they start telling the school board members or giving them such a tough time, they have to resign on the spot. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I thought we we were immune from all this. So they uh, they started the. Uh, uh, National School Board Association gets behind it, and, and of course the administration has no sympathy whatsoever to keeping uh, keeping the authoritarians out of no. uh, running the school system. So they write they write to uh, uh, the attorney general and say, "Hey, you better check into it." But of course, the attorney general is very independent. He has <laughs> he he has nothing involved here other than some family investments and things. So <laughs> they they do they do that, and it it, it is. Uh, uh, so they suggest that uh, he look into it. He loved that. Yeah, I'll do it. And of course, that led to some real problems looking in, into uh, into the system. Uh, of course, once again, the government shouldn't be involved in this mess. And when uh, problems occur, and if you look at the last 50 years of what has happened to our educational system, our government educational system, I would say it's not good. And uh, it has to do with the fact that the responsibility is not with the uh, NSBA or, or you know, National Education, the Department of Education. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, that's a, to be expected. They're a bunch of bureaucrats, yeah. and they have, a, they have an agenda. And the agenda, unfortunately, has been very anti-American, anti-freedom. And, uh, and where, where have they learned their stuff? From our wonderful universities. And, of course, our federal government has no influence whatsoever on, uh, on their university. They're independent, aren't they? Yeah. So, and that's where the that's how it was uh, developed. And after a generation or two of feeding this propaganda, uh, you, you know, you can change a country. And I think that's when our country was young. That's uh, the educational system was different, but it was the philosophy of liberty that was at least understood. You know, I always marvel at reading what the founders thought and wrote, and and uh, they were they were pretty amazing that under those circumstances. 
boy, they didn't even get any public education. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been one of, one of the reasons why they came across as being brilliant. Yeah. Well, and this article was written by Jonathan Turley, and you can find it on his website, jonathanturley.org. We also have it on our website, ronpaulinstitute.org. But everyone knows the story. The, this National uh, School Board uh, Association sent a letter to Merrick Garland saying, that we need you to investigate this uh, domestic terrorism of parents showing up at school, school board meetings angry. And so what do they do? Well, they used the Patriot Act to sick the FBI on these people, but it came back to bite them. And the NS NSBA a couple of days ago had to issue a letter with its tail between its le legs saying, we regret and apologize for the letter. Of course, the damage is done, so you know, they it, don't get the credit. It, it, you know, the question it raised, somebody said, well, this is good. They're apologizing, recognizing it. But the bottom line is, Will the policy that they're promoting, will it change or will they, they'll go push something aside, the discussion, and then continue with the yeah. uh, policy? Yeah, don't blame us. We apologize. Sorry, the SWAT team <laughs> yeah. for invading yeah. your, They your apologize. House. That's <laughs> all you need to do. Well, I'm going to leave it at there, Dr. Paul, because we had a lot of stuff to cover. I'm going to toss it back over to you if you want okay, to. Okay, very it out. good. And I want to thank all our viewers today for uh, t tuning in. And we did have a lot of different things, but it's always the same subject. It's how to protect our freedoms, believing sincerely that a society that recognizes individual liberty and limited government, it'll be the most successful society. And right now, uh, it's, it, it's indeed a threat. And yet there are still good vehicles and good people, and, and you can find the information. So I, I still think in a positive way that it's ideological and you don't have to worry about uh, the uh, millions and millions of people all of a sudden agreeing with people, but people who are in a position to do some teaching and and and, uh, and work, uh, it's what they believe in. And we quite frequently praise the Mises Institute for promoting sound economic policy, and we try to do our share of that to teach people what is right. Because I do believe it is we cannot compete with the power thugs that run our government. There's no way we can compete with it. And all they have to do is say, oh, he's a terrorist. We'll lock him up. Everybody that was uh, anywhere near Washington, D.C. on January 6th, they are potential terrorists. And uh, some of them have been locked up without due process of law. That is really, really bad. Uh, so it's the rule of law that we need to emphasize. We need to emphasize the fact that if, you, if we live in a free society, we can solve all most of our problems and most of the bad stuff going on will be eliminated because it's, it's concocted you know, by bureaucrats. Bureaucrats, uh, you, you know, whether it's Department of Education or NIH or wherever, the bureaucrat has power and authoritarianism that, uh, you know, is a real problem for it. And uh, the, the simple rules are not difficult to understand. Instead of having the Fauci's of the world telling us what to do, uh, or the, or the uh, Federal Reserve telling us what we should do with our money, all these things, what, uh, we have to have one rule. All associations, personal, uh, religious, uh, social, of all sorts, everything has to be voluntary. So two people have to agree to it. And if there's an agreement, why should there be a fight? 
But right now, there's too many rules and regulations, and all the rules are written by people who aren't on either side. They're just on their own side, and they want to control power. And uh, then there's a pretend battle up in Washington between the Republicans and Democrats because uh, they're always looking for power. But I think what we have to look, at, look for is uh, getting the majority of the people to, to say what we need is to dissipate the power return this responsibility to the people and uh, let me tell you if we lived in a free society and we followed a couple simple rules we would all be much better off and I think that's one of the goals that I work for I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report please come back soon